Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, we are extremely excited today as we sit down to record because today we had our first interviewee on the podcast. Michael Ruiz stopped in to join us here at Next in Line to talk about his experiences and his personal development journey. Now, Michael is an ex-Marine. He's a guy going through his own personal development journey. He's actually started his own YouTube channel, Average Mike Training, to be able to help spread the word and give great information and reliable information out to people who are looking to start their own development journey. He's also an aspiring triathlete slash endurance athlete as well, looking to do some awesome things. I think we cover some very important topics in this podcast. And being so, I would ask that if you receive value from this episode, please make sure you are sharing the show with like-minded individuals who might be able to receive the same kind of value that you have. Also, guys, make sure you leave us a rating or review and that you subscribe on whatever platform you find yourself listening on. And then, guys, also you can share the show and you can shout us out or reach out to us and see our daily content as well on social media. That's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Guys, now that the housekeeping's out of the way, I'm not going to stand in the way any longer. Here is our interview with Michael Ruiz. All right, so we are here with Michael Ruiz. Uh, For those of y'all that don't know, Michael is my cousin. We were actually born about 10 days apart. Um, Man, we go back a long way because of that, right? (laughs) But, uh, man, it's awesome to have you here. We did the Spartacus Dash. It's got done with the obstacle course race. How you doing? Uh, A little banged up, but (laughs) I think I'm going to make it. A couple scrapes, a couple bruises, new dents on the paint, but... uh, there you go. Showed me a couple of those bruises you got. Some of the some of the bumps and scratches. Always fun getting out there and doing these obstacle course races. But I think it overall went pretty well for everybody. Had a good time out there. Yeah, yeah. I was recovering from a little bit of a sickness, so I think I probably could have done a little bit faster. But you know, if you run it a little bit slower, I can run it a little bit faster next year. Show some improvement. So there you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of the strategy I used going into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, we'll shoot. Um, I know you extremely well, but obviously uh, I'm probably the only one here besides a couple of people that do. So, man, why don't you give us a little rundown introduction to who is Michael Ruiz? Oh, okay, yeah, Michael Ruiz. Um, I put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up like I'm in 10th uh, grade science class. Oh, okay, let's introduce ourselves. That's okay. right. What is it, a <laughs> hobby, one cool thing about you, one bad thing about whatever there it is. Go, yeah. There we go, there we go. No, uh, I was born in Central Texas. Uh, probably my biggest achievement at the time was being born next to you, 10 days apart from you. But uh, since then, That's I've right. made my own, uh, <laughs> my own achievements. So um, typical uh, American high school kid, a little bit nerdy. Then I decided, hey, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. Um, went out, did, a, did one enlistment out there, got out. And since then, I've just been kind of running my life trying to figure out where I'm going to land starting to get pretty settled now but uh now I'm running uh average mic training uh trying to get spread some information on uh health and fitness because I got pretty uh pretty bad off there for a while man I think we both did I think in a lot of ways we kind of uh catered to each other's weaknesses in some ways and kind of kind of were 
the own worst enemy of each other. I just dropped a podcast at my own worst enemy, but uh, <laughs> we were each other's own worst enemy, kind of uh, riling each other up and pushing ourselves in a bad direction <laughs> sometimes. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Man, it's it's been a blast. It's been cool to see uh, us both take on transformations of our own personal development journeys and diving into it. Um, man, you mentioned uh, – the Marines. So coming out of that, I know a lot of guys have difficulty with the transition back into the civilian world um, mm-hmm. and just kind of overcoming some of the it's almost like a lull you find yourself in whenever you come out of the military and you have so much organization. You have so many people around you all the time that you're so used to. Is that something you dealt with as well? Absolutely. Um, so they they tell you about it when when you're in. You got plenty of veterans telling you, hey, there's you got to watch, mind the bump, you know, getting out. Um, and you're always like, ah, I'll be fine, nothing nothing too crazy. Um, but, no, you definitely, you don't even really notice going into it. You notice the, the, the crisp transition from one day going from military to ride out. They hand you your paper, you, you step out the gate, and, dang, you feel it immediately. Um, but the – some. I mean, at least the depression I was dealing with, it came up slowly because uh, it was all it's you're hyped. You're you're happy. You're like, I'm free. I'm uh, e- even if you loved it, there's there's so much strict and rigorous um, rules and regulations and everything you have to deal with. And to just immediately be able to just drop that pack, um, it feels good. And it kind of masks the. Uh, the, the pain a little bit of leaving behind everything that you know. Because when you go in right out of high school, like a lot of people do, like I did, um, that's where you're learning to be a man. You know, you step out of your father's house or your mother's house, and now you're learning who you are. And in a way, you're still in your mommy and daddy's house. You're, you're in there. You're serving under the, the older guys, the guys who have been there for a while. They tell you when to wake up. They tell you when to come to work. They tell you when you're going to work out. They, they tell you everything. Um, and, I mean, and it's not all boot camp. I mean, once you get out into doing your job, you, you sit there and uh, you got a little bit more freedom. You, you're learning to be your own person, but it's still very uh, strict on what you're allowed to do uh, schedule-wise and everything. So it's nice to get out, drop that off, but... Yeah, after a while it starts to set in. You you, you realize you you might not feel uh, quite so purposeful in what you're doing. Uh, I know I didn't. I started working at the HEB warehouse right out, as you know. Uh, moved in with you. Didn't have my own place. Yep, um, yep. Just doing manual labor. And that was, you go from working on jets, I, I, I was aviation when I was in, to stacking pallets yeah Yeah, that's a pretty good uh pretty good difference there yeah absolutely no i could definitely see you being a little bit alienated whenever you step out of that kind of structure i mean with that i mean did most of your growing up and most of your figuring out how to survive on your own and be your own person did that come after the military because of that then or um, did you figure a lot of that out along the way while you were in with some of those other guys teaching you the way and showing you some of the things that you uh, oh, yeah, you should know? Well, you get in there and you, you start paying your bills and, and doing all the grown-up stuff. Um, it's it's just a 
it's a it's a little bit different. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. <laughs> um, the difference is just. It's, it's tough. No, absolutely. Yeah. Man, no, I, I know what you mean. It's hard to put into words. Uh, one one thing I, I thought about whenever you said that was obviously whenever you stepped away and you had that high and then as you kind of made the realizations about what civilian life was, being away from everybody and going through some of those emotions, um, we talked about your fitness journey and your development and some weight loss and those kind of things yeah. earlier. But do you think that some of the weight gain and some of those things that you dealt with and the, the negative emotions, the things that required you to start this development journey to move away from, do you think those were a product of coming out of the military and, and coming back in the civilian world and feeling a little bit maybe di directionless? Maybe that's a tough word for that. Uh, kind of. Um, so uh, to be completely... Um above board here I, I was like everybody thinks of Marines they think lean fit trim I always struggled with the standards in that area you know so I was I was a chunky guy coming out not gonna lie um, but I went from a chunky guy to a fat guy real fast after I got out uh, things you know it, you don't have to worry about waking up and running in the morning so I dropped that uh, don't have to worry about showing up and fitting in your uniform you know you could go buy new pants you know, they don't have to be tailored or anything crazy you know so you slip into that a little bit nothing so rigorous so I, I so I, I guess my answer is yes and no yes I've always kind of struggled with my weight but the military was also kind of holding holding that back a little bit too Yeah, made you keep it in check in some ways yes absolutely now that that makes a lot of sense man so um, whenever you were at that point where you were a big guy and you got bigger after the military and you found yourself in a situation where you weren't happy maybe with who you saw in the mirror, I know that was something that happened for me. I woke up one day and realized, dude, you are so out of control in your life. Uh, what, what really sparked the transformation for you? What really sparked you deciding to change, make the big change in your life to get healthier? Uh, well... A couple of things. Um, it's a little difficult to, to I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to necessarily throw out the, the real spark moment because it might offend uh, somebody. Sure. Um, but it, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm going to do it. Okay. So, uh, honestly, you, you sit around and you compare yourself to people all the time. And you're like, wow, that guy is really out of shape. And uh, sometimes you don't realize how bad off you are. It's easier to judge other people than yourself. You get your, these blinders on. People talk about uh, body dysmorphia. And I, I've dealt with that in a couple different ways, you know. Still thinking, I still look in the mirror and just see a fat guy. Um, but Absolutely. before I started losing weight, I saw somebody who was thinner than I was. Yeah, you, you don't think you're as bad off as you really yeah. are. Oh, this, this isn't so bad. There's just... 50 extra pounds on my front here you know yeah, yeah i'm i'm snoring more it's harder for me to breathe i can't make um, it up the stairs all, all so, that kind of stuff I, uh I somebody i've always kind of viewed as a as a big guy um came up to me and was like oh hey man i i, I was out of the marine corps i was living in arizona i did not own a 
thick jacket. Uh, hit my first winter working outside in Texas and was freezing my butt off. Um, yep. yep. And he's a, he's a he's a great guy. Uh, so I, I'm not going to mention his name or anything, um, but I've always kind of viewed him as bigger. And he's like, oh, well, you're about the same size I was when I moved back to Texas. I got this jacket don't fit anymore. He hands me his jacket. I was like, oh, this ain't good. I'm going to look like a kid in daddy's clothing. Put it on fit perfectly. <laughs> look, looked good, man. Looked, kind of looked, an old crap moment there. <laughs> yeah, what, zipped it up. Had, had just the perfect amount of room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's not great. What, less, what, why am I not ideal. seeing this here? Oh, my gosh. So then uh, yep. after that, started going to work, realizing, wow, I'm sweating a lot. It's, <laughs> it's cold out here, and I'm sweating up a storm. So that was the spark. <laughs> that was the moment that kind of started the chain reaction of, oh, oh man, I noticed this here with the clothes. Noticed I'm sweating more at work. Notice yeah, some other things. Can't keep up with a, a physical job, you know. And I didn't. I didn't have the edge. I, I, I'm not not really educated past high school, you know, unless you count the, the military education, which not a lot of people do. Sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> know what you mean? Um, I was like, well, I can't lose the ability to do physical labor there. So, <laughs> let's. Uh, I was working as a mechanic, and I need to be able to get up and around vehicles. And so, I was like, if I'm going to preserve my livelihood, I need to make a change. So, and that's awesome, man. That's that's great to hear. I love to see it. I know there's been a lot of people in our family that have made that change or decided to start to get healthier. Absolutely. Um, I would love to keep seeing more of them do that uh, and more people around us. I know you've got some awesome friends around you that have probably done the same kind of things and family members that are really close to you that have kind of gone through some of those mental changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so have I. So that's really cool to see. And one of the ways that you mentioned earlier that you're trying to tailor to that and help out with that process with other people is your YouTube channel, Average Mike Training, right? Yes, yes. So in general, <laughs> just kind of an overview, what does Average Mike Training hope to do or what do you do to help educate others on fitness and health? So it's a, it's a twofold thing. One thing that I think is missing in the industry is it, it's not a lack of information. There's plenty of information out there. There's an excess of information out there. I would agree. And not agree. all of its quality. For sure. Um, I, I have found some quality sources uh, when I was starting out. And, you know, I'm just glad I listened to the right people because I could still be spinning my wheels today. I see so many people out there putting in the effort, trying hard. They, there's, no, there's no lack of uh, work ethic behind these folks. But they are still way overweight, and they have no idea why. And because it's not about how hard you work. It's about knowing what you're doing. It's smarter, not harder kind of thing, Smarter, right? not harder. People, like one of the common misconceptions, I won't go super far into all the different health misconceptions, but one of the things is people say it's diet and exercise, and that makes it think, okay, 50% diet, 50% exercise, and this is the mentality I had. Well, I don't want to do none of that diet crap. I'll just go twice as hard on exercise yeah yeah exactly wow how am i up 20 pounds since i started really (laughs) busting my butt now there's a point to where you can exercise enough to where you can overcome just about anything you eat especially if you're a ridiculous over-the-top crazy runner 
like myself, but this is a very extreme case, right? You're very extreme case. 95% of people are not going to be able to work out and burn enough calories to counteract a bad diet. And you have to kind of be in shape to be able to sustain that kind of workout. Uh, you know, like I, uh, somebody who doesn't train smart, who's not an athlete and is, has excessive weight is going to have a hard time recovering from those kind of efforts. So Absolutely. Like you and your situation, you run ultra marathons. You can run enough to, to where you really can't eat enough to keep up with the fueling. Yes. Uh, you're capable of doing something like that. I can't step out of this this building and, uh, and run that hard, run that far. Absolutely. And a lot of people, they don't see – so prior to me running ultra marathons, I used to be a big guy too. 232 pounds or something like that was my heaviest weight. Um, I was carrying an extra 50, 60 pounds compared to what I am now. Um, I'm very happy with where I'm at now. So uh, I, I continuously believe that 60 pounds was absolute excess fat and weight, right? Mm -hmm. So I carried that extra weight, and you're absolutely right. During the process of me running and trying to do cardio, I had to switch from running to biking because I had knee injuries, hip injuries, mm -hmm. all kind of things. Yeah. It's not sustainable to try to do that and – outwork your bad diet absolutely so the the second thing so there's there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of uh and a lot of uh ignorance on the part of people uh and that's that's not stupidity it's lack of of the right uh knowledge there um and they're spinning their wheels and i see it every day every day i see somebody struggling with their diet so i was like okay i need a place where you can you can have all of this information, which these places already do exist. It's not an original idea. However, the people touting this right information, um, they look good, man. They, yeah. They look, they look real good. Well, so then, you, then you have beginner influencers that come along and people that are trying to get into the scene that just become an echo chamber for those different things that aren't the most accurate information. Absolutely. And you just become saturated with all this BS. Um. So I think it's a little bit less intimidating. I know I know when I was first starting out, uh, I was looking at these guys, and I was like, I'm never going to look like these guys, you know? Yep. Um, I, I still don't. I'm still very much average uh, at the average point. Average mic training? <laughs> um, so I was like, come on. You know, how am I supposed to listen to this professional bodybuilder talk about his diet and exercise and, and feel like I can go out and do that? You know, so I figured, well, you know, I have some of this knowledge. I'm, I'm no means an expert, but I, I know enough to go from morbidly obese to probably going to live a full life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So why don't I just put that information out there and maybe somebody who is intimidated by these people who are super in shape uh, might find someone they can they, they have an easier time listening to. Right. Not to downplay the these guys who are out there killing it, like the guys I got my information from. They're out there doing good work, but sure, it can be intimidating as somebody who doesn't work out, doesn't do any diet, to listen to to somebody who's. So even if I continue and progress and become above average or or whatever, at least I'll I'll have this this journey. People will see my grassroots uh, beginning, and maybe it'll give them inspiration to to jump in themselves. 
Man, I think I think that's really, really awesome. You touched on something I want to get into. I want to talk about some of the people that you've gotten your information from and some of the places you've used as an outlet to find your journey and find, find what works for you along your journey, I should say. Um, but I do want to say, before you say it, um, man, as far as average goes, you've come a crazy long way. It's awesome to see the progress you've made. I, appreciate I that. would not call you average by any means because you've made the extraordinary decision <laughs> to get control of your life and you've done some great things along the way. It's really impressive. It's inspiring on its own. Uh, and I think you're going to be able to reach a ton of people with your platform. Um, I appreciate that. Absolutely. I look right forward now to I have about eight. Well, <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm not that far ahead of you, believe it or not. <laughs> so uh, so we're both in the same boat, headed in the right direction, though, I think, man. Um, but I want to circle back to that question. Where do you get your information from? What? How do you How do you vet a source like that? How do you decide that this is this guy has the right stuff for me? Um, well, so honestly, uh, one of the things that uh, I like, Okay, let me just say who I who I really started listening to first. It's Jeff Nippard on YouTube. He's a he's a Canadian uh, IFBB pro. Uh, don't don't kill me for butchering the organization. Yeah, the uh, bodybuilder. <laughs> um, super. I mean, he comes off very friendly, very uh, very approachable in his videos. I've obviously I have no relationship with this guy. Um, but he gets down and dirty with the studies, the scientific studies that everybody's always touting. Oh, there well, there was a study done that says that. Well, he digs into those. He gets into all of it, and he he has the education and the knowledge to break those down. He puts them up on the screen, and he breaks down what's what's there, what's not. And honestly, a lot of the times, he's not even telling you what's. Uh, what's right to do and what's wrong to do. He's just telling you, hey, this is what the study says in plain English. And so there's, there's no room for, for, uh, for bullshit, you know? Sure. He, he's not selling you. Well, he, he sells programs, but in those videos, he's not selling you. He's not selling you anything. He's giving you the information for free. So what you're looking at is, is he actually breaks down the facts. He doesn't just take the buzzwords and the face value Absolutely. crap of everything. He gets into the nitty-gritty of why this is this way, what the study actually says, and how it impacts people like you and I who are trying to make a difference. Absolutely. So that, okay, that's awesome to see. I do the same thing with some of my guys, and it sounds like if he is a bodybuilder, a professional bodybuilder, then he probably is somebody that actually does the work he actually uses this information and it is valuable for him absolutely Correct. yep that same thing i listen to ultra runners i listen to guys that have gone out and done it right mm -hmm. they're not just working out of theory in a lot right. of ways and that's something that i'm sure you're working to get towards doing and me as well you're going to spread the information that worked for you and what kind of helped you along the journey right absolutely so i think that's an awesome thing um man along with that you've You've gave us a ton of good information today, uh, so I do thank you for that. I did want to get into, while I've got you, 
What is your overall goal with health and fitness? You've made a ton of progress as far as losing weight. I know you've got a triathlon coming up. I do, July um, 24th. One that we're actually supposed to do together. Yeah, so, supposed to. Have you signed up? Yeah, I have not signed up yet. Um, I've done a lot of running. <laughs> a lot of running, yeah. yeah. a lot of running. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely kill me on the run, but yeah, uh, that's we'll, right. we'll see who gets there first. <laughs> I'm going to drown in the lake, and then I am going to try to catch up to you on the run. <laughs> we'll oh, I'll, I'll be out. doing some drowning, but I'll drown a little faster than you, so... Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's gonna be very rough i haven't i haven't tried really swimming much besides some minimal stuff um mm -hmm. i'm comfortable with cycling i don't think the the cycling is going to get me um no. the running i'm comfortable with i just i need to get in a pool and i need to sign up i'll be honest absolutely with you. yeah um, no you'll, you'll probably actually in reality destroy me in all of these events let, but let's be straight up i'm probably I, gonna I'm run with hoping you. to at least get to the cycling before you and if i'm very very lucky get to the run before you but I, I have no no doubt that you're gonna finish overall before me, uh, uh, man. But we'll I'm gonna, figure I'm it gonna out. give it my all. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and try and push you. <laughs> well, one way or another, we will we will find out here in July. 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 Coming up quick. Ah, dang. Well, man, uh, I know you got the triathlon. What else is your What are your overall goals? Do you would you like to eventually probably be a triathlete? Do you want to work towards some endurance stuff, bodybuilding, weightlifting? What's the path for Mike? So, so right now, I'm very interested in endurance sports. Um, I want to continue to lose weight. I'm not at my my goal. People say goal weight. Sure. And I'm I'm honestly still trying to figure out where the goal is. Oh, dude, yeah, moving target, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, moving target. Um, cause right now I'm not dissatisfied with how I look in clothing. Um, sure. Yeah. So walking around average day, you know, I feel fine with my. Uh, I don't. I, I'll hesitate to call it a physique. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I think I look okay. Um, yep, uh, absolutely. Shirt off, you know, is a little bit different story. So maybe I'd like to get a little bit leaner, uh, or a lot leaner. You know, I probably still have about 20 pounds of extra fat sitting on my body right now. I, so there's I that. I know what you mean. I've been there. Um, but right now I'm focusing down on training. And if I was uh, better at staying on top of my diet and my exercise and keeping everything dialed in, I would probably set these targets simultaneously. But... Uh, I struggle with that. So right now my main focus is training for the triathlon and losing weight would help a lot with that. Lose, I, I mean, like I said, I'm still carrying around a lot of extra weight. Um, it showed during the obstacle course race this weekend. Uh, I had a Absolutely. hard time with some of them obstacles <laughs> because I'm carrying around 200 pounds of man, you know, and yeah. it's not <laughs> 200 productive pounds of man. So sure, sure, I know what you mean. Um, so definitely lose some more weight. Um, mm -hmm. But right now, my main goal is the triathlon. After that, I think I want to maybe cut 10 pounds. And then uh, I want to get my first long-distance run in. And I, I want that to be a marathon. I love the, I love the history behind the marathon. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been kind of a history buff. Plus, when you tell people you run a marathon, people are like, oh, wow, he runs long distance, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I want that under my belt. Um, I don't know if I'll ever train for an ultra, but maybe once I'm, I'm to the point of having a marathon. Uh, marathon is the furthest out I'm thinking right now. But cool, no. Maybe get further into some endurance sports. Maybe hit some Ironman kind of events. Maybe a half Ironman or something. That'd be phenomenal. I think that'd be really cool. Um, man, on the marathon stats, there's a 
very, very small percentage of people that actually ever run a marathon in their life. So I think that's an awesome thing. I think it's a huge thing. Um, right. Definitely becomes a mental toughness kind of kind of aspect. Yeah. Um, with that, you said something I want to touch on and I want to dive into a little bit because I'm sure you've seen this same thing throughout your process. Um, it's not just it, it's not a constant loss, right? Whenever you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to make progress, not every day you're going to see some kind of improvement. You're not going to move in a in a quality direction or the direction you want to go or get closer to the overall goal. Absolutely. Um, you've you've probably lost some weight, gained some weight back, hit several plateaus <laughs> along the way. Um, but people got to realize that whenever they're losing weight, they're not they're not just going on a straight downward slope. Or whenever yeah. you're making improvements, you're not going straight up. It's it's like watching the stock market it's like watching Absolutely. some kind of graph there's there's an overall positive correlation or the negative correlation whatever one suits you and your goals but it's a process right absolutely so a uh, couple things i want to say on that so first of all um there's the optimal trajectory for losing weight you've got where you're at now where you want to be and that's not going to be a straight line just like you said it's going to be up and down going to look like a stock market up and down. And that's if you do everything perfectly. <laughs> yes. Okay. Exactly. There's also yo-yo dieting, which luckily I haven't. I mean, I guess depending on who you ask, maybe I've yo-yo dieted. Um, I wouldn't consider it necessarily, but that's going to look like you work really hard. You lose a lot of weight. You're doing the right things. You get to where you're kind of happy, satisfied, and then you stop doing all those things and you come all the way back up to where you were. And there was, I mean, yeah, you felt good and during that downhill period, and then you probably felt less good coming back up, um, or maybe you were having too much fun and you didn't notice. Um, yeah, but, exactly. But uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's how it can happen, um, or you can do what I did. Um, so during my weight loss journey, uh, like I said, that spark got me started, and then the real big push, I was I – was uh, messing around, not not really doing much uh, good work, and then you called me up, said, "Hey, I'm trying this thing, 75 hard." Oh, yeah, 75 hard. You want to try it? I said, "Yeah." What is it? And uh, <laughs> being a man of my word, that "yeah" was binding. And then you started to explain something I really didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so 75 hard. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, I'm sure everybody that's listened to the podcast has a great idea of what it is. Um, but I'm on it right now, so let me just pull up the task list. I should have it probably ironclad into my memory by now. But it's two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One of them has to be outside, taking a progress picture every single day, reading 10 pages of personal development nonfiction. Uh, that's no audiobooks, just straight out reading. Um, drinking a gallon of water, following a diet, and no cheat meals or no alcohol for 75 days. And Whoa. if you mess up, you gotta go back to day one. Yeah, that's uh, that's the hard part. And integrity is a big part of that. It is, and um, I, like you said, I told you about it. Uh, the the stipulations behind it, and all the requirements after you agreed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I'm not a smart man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I know what love is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we uh. So, I mean, you, you know the story, but we, uh, you, you got me dragged into this, and we were both messing around on it. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't really want to do the reading and stuff. And Yeah, yeah. You kind of figured that out before me that we weren't doing it right. Yeah, day seven, I, I decided to start over. Yeah, you I figured that out. I didn't figure that out until I failed my first one. Uh, 
Well, t- th- technically, I never even s- finished one day of it. But I got I got thirty some odd days into my pseudo half-assed seventy-five hard. Hurt my back at work. Yep. Um, I had lost a, a decent amount of weight, maybe uh, 10, 15 pounds. Yeah. Ju- just in that, like 30 days, you know, you go from doing nothing. And I think my diet was uh, no fast food, no soda. I think that was okay. my diet. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> so that was, I, I don't think, y- you know, he's very nonspecific, but I don't think that counts. Yeah, a little too <laughs> nonspecific on yeah. that one, right? <laughs> so, but it, I mean... It was working for me when you're talking about weight loss. Yeah. And that's not what the program is. Uh, that's what I wanted out of the program at the time. Sure. And so I considered it working. And I was I continue, I, I was going to do 75 days of that. Um, and I'm almost glad I didn't because I would have probably been like, well, that's a check in the box, 75 hard completed. And I wouldn't have. Yeah, I you would have never gained the overall purpose yeah. And the, the so, real true thing that you get out of it. So hurt my back, uh, couldn't couldn't do much, couldn't really get out of bed. Uh, took about a week off work to recover that. It was it was a sprain. It wasn't anything terribly serious, but you know I, I had a, a you know you hurt your back. I don't know if you've ever hurt your back, uh, but it's it cripples you, man. Yeah. Yep. Um. So got done with that and. I really, I just, I wasn't making any more progress. I started coming back up. I was unhappy with that. I, yeah. I don't know, something about that, the, uh, the dead spirit of seventy-five hard that was touching me, <laughs> uh, rubbed off on me. And yep. then seeing you continue with it and uh, write and what all was happening with you in your mental state, uh, I realized, you know what, I need to, I need to jump back in and do the real thing. I have. I have gained nothing if I don't have the discipline to maintain what I have. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, one time, one year, I lost 15 pounds. What a success story, yeah. right? So uh, I dived back in, and uh, I started losing weight again, started making progress. I was doing a lot of weights. I, at the time, I, wanted, I, I was just worried about looking better. Sure. I was I was covered in excess body fat and I had you couldn't tell that there was a muscle under there. I looked like the Michelin man <laughs> and uh I wanted people to be able to see my muscles and I wanted to not look fat. That was my goal at the time. That was my overall, you know, uh that I I, I looked no further than that. Absolutely. No further than the mirror, I guess. <laughs> And I don't know about you, but for me, those were the wrong reasons to have started it. I later came to find out. Those are the initial reasons I did it. But I think there's a lot of people that probably start 75 hard for the wrong reasons in some ways. And oh, then end okay. up. For seven, I, sorry, I thought you were talking about the fitness journey. I was like, I'm very happy with oh, starting no, 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 for that I'm reason. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. The, the 75 hard journey, I might, have, I might have backtracked just a little bit on the conversation. I apologize. So that might have just been a misunderstanding on my part. Man, but the, the overall, right? So. <laughs> Since we're on the 75 hard, like it's all mental that you get out of it more than oh, anything oh with yeah. a byproduct of losing weight, gaining muscle, and looking more aesthetically pleasing. Right. Um, but on the fitness journey, like you were talking about, yeah. of course, yes. Uh, it's It starts somewhere with typically some kind of outside stimulus, 
causing you to want to be better, whether mm. it's people seeing you as a fit person or a healthier person, not being embarrassed to take your shirt off at the pool, yeah. whatever it might be, the typical reason, right? Right. Um, but then I think at some points it comes to a point as well, kind of like 75 Hard did for me. Um, it comes to a point of you start doing it to test yourself, right? Yeah. You run out of people. like You, you stop caring about what people think. You run out of people to try to impress because you just you don't care about the opinions. You just – care yeah. about how it makes you feel and what you have going on absolutely you 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 hit this point about halfway through and for the record just so everybody on the po- uh, who's listening knows i still have not completed 75 hard i'll get into that a little bit uh, but uh, about halfway through the 75 days uh when you're doing it right it was for me when i realized i don't i don't want to do this for the weight loss I want to do this because I want the I want to put this challenge under my belt. I want to be able to pin this imaginary medal on my chest and feel good about myself. Um, kind of like in, in my in the future, I want to run that marathon. Uh, I want to be able to 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 look in the mirror and be like, "You ran a marathon, you know." You're Absolutely. Capable. Well, then um, if you've physically put yourself through that torture and you've pushed yourself to that point, mentally and physically. What is there that you can't do, right? Absolutely. I mean, once you once you start accomplishing some of those things and once you start making that kind of progress, it's extremely motivating with keeping yourself moving in the right direction. Yeah. So uh, not to circle back, but uh, You're good. Uh, on the coming up and down the weight loss, um, I started that second 75 hard. I ended up failing that uh, because of an excuse. Uh, I was driving into Houston to see a buddy of mine. Uh, realized I forgot my running shoes uh, to get my second workout in. And this is a buddy I see. We, we were in the Marine Corps together. And uh, a lot of our friendship, what we did was drinking, you know. Yep. And I, I wanted to do that that weekend. I wanted to drink. Um, that's the real reason. Yeah. But I opened up my bag, no running shoes. Technically, you got till you till you go to sleep. But I was like, well, midnight's coming up and if i don't go get my running shoes uh then nobody can really blame me for failing this hey let's go drink yeah. <laughs> easy, easy out right easy, yeah. easy out oh um, yeah and so that that was uh not as that sucked uh coming back out of that weekend having had a lot of fun looking at myself in the mirror and be like wow you really just gave up your goal for for a little bit of weekend fun. For a little bit of fun, right? That's that's crazy. Are you really that kind of person? Is that the kind of person you want to be? Well, it, it goes back to like we talked about with the the stock market, the up and down. It was the low point, right? Yeah, low it was, point. It was right a there. spot where you find yourself down and and you quickly spring back into no motivation from maybe a negative point, but yeah. <laughs> but back into motivation. So uh, that was around summer, twenty twenty one. I finished out the rest of my summer, continued dieting and working out and uh, making progress in the Absolutely. in the fitness side of things. Um, hit Thanksgiving 2021. And I'll, I was like, well, I'll let myself enjoy this Thanksgiving. Uh, ate a lot of chocolate pie. Yeah. A lot of chocolate <laughs> yep. pie. Yep. Uh, I think we had a little bit of a wrestling match, but I think that was the last bit of fitness I hit until New Year's. We had a pretty good <laughs> wrestling match. We're like five rounds deep. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was peak fitness for me, honestly, at that point. And then I started to go back. I started to go back up in weight, down in fitness, uh, letting myself drink, eat whatever I wanted, you know. And 
telling myself, ah, oh, well, you're, you're, you're looking better than you ever have. This isn't really affecting you that much. And from Thanksgiving to Christmas, I had a good time without ever, you know, got done with Christmas. I don't know what is with me in holidays and thinking for some reason because it's a holiday, I deserve a little treat. But Oh, it's what we've been taught our whole lives, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's, I still struggle with that. And, sure, um, sure. I do so too. that whole holiday season, I just gained weight. And I told my, uh, around Christmas, I decided, okay, you know what? I'll start 75 hard again, New Year's Eve. You know, not necessarily for the, for the uh, New Year, New Me kind of thing. I've, I've never really made, a, oh, what are they called? The resolutions. Resolutions, yeah. I've never yeah. made resolutions. Uh, but it just seemed like a good date. I know you're very against uh, setting dates for starting stuff, but that's sure. very much me. No, I, absolutely. Um, there's... I'm good with a hard day. To each his own, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, I hit I, – I did Thanksgiving. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to start 75 hard again. First day of 75 hard, I weighed myself for the first time since Thanksgiving and realized I had gained back 20 of my, uh, like, 40-pound weight loss Oof. at the time. I was yeah. halfway back. And I was like, wow, if I was, if I was at the end of a race, right, I would be I, – I, if I had finished it, right, I was, I was starting to feel happy with the way I was. And, again, that body dysmorphia, I just wasn't seeing the pounds come back on. Yeah. Um, but stepped on the scale, realized how bad it was, and started seven. So then I started 75 hard again, uh, lost all that back down, kept going down. And, uh, oh, what was it, day 63 of that bout. Uh, no excuses, but I forgot to take – a photo yeah on day 60 I, I forget if it was on day 62 i forgot the photo uh and i realized i had failed on day 63 or if it was day 63 i forgot to take the photo but either way you were like two weeks for finishing I this very close almost three month process yeah that that yeah. hurt me whenever that happened to you yeah. man that was uh, rough I, I shed a couple tears over that one yeah well that's <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about this whole whole situation is that you cared that much. It meant that much to you that you failed. I mean, it, it was that big of a just devastation because you actually genuinely cared, right? right? You've made so much progress. You've worked very hard. You've poured yourself into becoming better. And then one simple slip-up meant simple that thing. much to you, right? Yeah. So that that's incredible to see. That's a testament of the mental change that you underwent in those 62 63 days whatever it was right and i mean there's a lot of people out there who will do 75 hard forget something and just brush on by it and i having been there near the end forgetting a simple little picture um there's the temptations there oh yeah who would know you did everything else but you know at the end of the day you know yes you, you do. know i'm not one of them i'm, I'm not in the group it and I want to be in the group. So I, I said no. Um, and then everybody around you who's not doing 75 hard, who has no idea what it's about, even though you've explained it to them a million times, they say, no, you didn't fail. You just forgot a little picture. That's not important. No, dude, just finish. It. Like, you're good. And you're not good. But and they don't understand that. And that's the difference, yeah. right? I mean, I've we've got somebody that's extremely close to me. I think he's pretty close to you as well in our family that – on day 74, I think, he forgot to take his picture. Oh, man. Um, and Who he was failed. 
he's working back through it now. Oh, man. Um, but I, he took it on the chin, man. He was like, I, I wasn't ready to, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't mentally there yet. Yeah. So that's the mindset he took, and he's killing it now. Yeah. Of course, he's, he's, physique wise, and like the things he's done oh. physically and stuff like that here lately is incredibly impressive especially for somebody at the point of life that he's in oh yeah um, i mean dang <laughs> i saw him this weekend and i was like hey maybe put some sleeves on all right yeah, yeah. you know you're here yeah no i yep i know exactly what you mean <laughs> go to the gym with him and he's just like all blowed up all veiny and everything <laughs> yeah, looking big looking good. it's like holy crap dude <laughs> yeah I, I, I think i told him uh when we ran that tough motor hey i you know, you're, you're at the peak of life, man. And he's like, this isn't my peak. And I was like, yeah, it's peak 2.0. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Man, yeah, he's no. looking for a he's looking for a 100K or a 100 miler. Like, he's looking to do some cool stuff coming up. So. Man, how, uh, I'll ask you that when we're done. Um, but, yeah, the, the other thing that keeps ringing in my mind, um, one thing Andy Frisella says is if you fail, jump right back on that horse. You know, you yes. fail – I failed day 63. Day 64 should be day one. I agree. Um, and, you know, maybe that's just part of me not being there yet. Um, so sure. maybe that's something I got to overcome. Um, but the demotivation from that hit me hard. Um, and honestly, looking back down the barrel is 75 more days. Oh, man, it's brutal. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. Right now, I'm focusing on my YouTube channel. I'm focusing on my triathlon. I wanna, I wanna get a race in. I wanna, I wanna do that. Maybe after the marathon, I'll do 75 hard again. Yeah. But I don't know. Trying to, I, I don't know when I'm gonna, when I'm gonna fit that in. But I know that's something I wanna accomplish. The other thing that's ringing in my ears is the more you fail it, the less likely you are to achieve it. And it's. From what I've seen, it's been very true. Yeah. It's tough, man. It so is. So I can sit here and say I want to do it all day, but at the end of the day, proof's in the pudding. Why Why am I not doing it? Why is this sure. not day one? Well, <laughs> absolutely. But one thing I will say in your defense on this is you've never slowed down on the development process. You've never slowed down on encouraging other people, helping other people, and keeping yourself motivated and moving in the right direction. True, um, true. Um, man, I think you've made some great strides just in this past year in life as well. Uh, you got some great things going for you. Anything from the love life all the way to uh, career, yeah. things you have going on, health. And Lots it's been, of progress in this last year. It's been great to see. And, and same thing here, man. I think what people don't realize, once you jump on the development train and once you start trying to improve your life in one aspect, yeah. it, it's a snowball. Yeah, right? it raises the bar everywhere else. It does, man. It really, really does. Um. Man, another thing I want to dive into would be there's a lot of beginners. There's a lot of people that are looking to get into the same kind of process, the same mental state, mm -hmm. to find that personal development journey beginning the starting line for them. What is something that you wished you knew going into this entire process that looking back would have made this journey easier, more sustainable, just a, a a more palatable process for yourself. Nobody else cares. Amen. Yes. Nobody else cares. I know what you mean by that, but explain it. So you're going to you're going to make all this progress. 
you can't do it for anybody else but you. You can't, you can't wait for your mom to, to comment that you're looking better. You can't wait for your girlfriend to, uh, luckily I have a nice girlfriend who I come home and she's like, dang, you're looking thin, baby. You know, give Very me a little, a little boost yeah. there. But uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> she knows, she knows what to say, but, uh, you, it, you know, it, you can't put that kind of pressure on anybody else to, to, to drive you. The, you have to drive your own life. You have to want something for yourself. You can't want accolades from other people. If you want to achieve something, you need to do it because you want to look in the mirror and know you know that man did it or that woman. Um, so Absolutely. You can talk about it to other people. They'll be proud of you. Um, but at the end of the day, if you receive a lackluster uh, response to something that you're super proud of, just try to not let that bother you. Yeah. Um, and it's going to bother you. It's going to. You're <laughs> going to you're going to tell somebody. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. I'm five more pounds down. And they're going to be like, that's great. Yeah. And it's going to it's going to feel like they just stabbed you in the heart. <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, but do not let that derail you because that five pounds is huge to you. That five pounds is a lot of weight. It is. Um, don't don't let that seem like it's not an achievement. Um Good job. If if nobody else is telling you good job, you hear it from me. Great job. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, that is that is so important and so awesome. I I did not know that either going into this, man, and it has made all the difference. Uh doing it for yourself, doing it for the right reason. That's also gonna make this whole journey so much more sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to find the motivation to do this within yourself. Right. And a lot of times it's not even the motivation, it's the discipline, it's making yourself do the workouts when you don't want to. When, yeah. the, when that alarm goes off at 4 a.m. in the morning, you don't want to get out of bed, you've got to get up and do it anyway. Yeah. And it makes it easier whenever you can become proud of yourself. Yeah. Uh, man, it, so. that's, that's a very, very, very good one. Man, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here. It's been a uh, pleasure being here, man. Average Mike Training on YouTube. Average Mike Training on YouTube. Best place to keep up with you and what you have going on. Uh, Make sure you all give him a subscription. Guys, go check out his content. It's been great. I've enjoyed it. it got some awesome humor mixed in there as well. (laughs) Uh, But, man, thank you for joining us on the Next in Line podcast. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Y'all have a good evening. All right, guys, so that was the interview with Michael Ruiz. I believe that was a great episode packed with great information for those of y'all looking to start your development journey or to continue it down the path that you're looking to develop it into. Um, Guys, if you know somebody you think we should have on the podcast to interview, don't hesitate to reach out to us at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Shoot us a DM with that request. Also, guys, make sure you're sharing the show with like-minded people. Make sure you're helping us move this movement in the right direction and reaching the most people possible. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line. Woo!